Welcome to a place where we take out the trash. No more negatives. We focus on Idaho's goodness. Great people doing great things. Good Things Idaho with Rick Dunn. Oh, I'm not even ready. (laughs) I don't even have my information pulled up here. Oh, is this how this thing's going to (laughs) go? Oh, I do appreciate you being here. This is a new thing for me. This is a first. So um, I'm excited to focus on a lot of positive things that we have here in the Treasure Valley. There are so many great people and there are so many great things that are happening, which sometimes when you watch the news or you listen to the radio or you're you're looking at social media or whatever it is, I mean, we've got four billion things coming at us all the time, and it's negative, 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 and that's not what we're going to do here. Uh, my name is Rick Dunn. I guess I should probably introduce myself, who I am, where I come from, what I do uh, as we get started. I do an afternoon show on a radio station called 1019 The Bull here in the Treasure Valley. Number one station in Boise. <laughs> I'm not afraid to brag about that. That's you know, I'm new to the bull, so that's that's not me that has brought those number one ratings in there, but I'm proud to be a part of a great team and a great radio station and a station that I can get behind and support and their beliefs are a lot like my beliefs. We believe in the positive things that are going on and that's what we do. We play great country music and we talk about great things that are happening and it's uplifting as you head into work or uh, or you know as we're going through this pandemic thing maybe you're just sitting home working um, that we're just a constant companion for you and, and, and something that makes you feel a little bit better about what's going on in this world, especially in these times right now. I'm a family guy. I have five kids, four beautiful daughters, and one son. They all live in Salt Lake City. That's where most of my life has been in the Salt Lake City market. Uh, a lot of my kids are grown now and have kids of their own. I'm a grandpa. I'm only 47 years old, but I've got five grandkids. So I feel a lot older than 47. <laughs> and I probably look a lot, you know, when you see the bags under my eyes, it's okay. I get it. Big family. Um, I am divorced and I live here in Boise with my girlfriend who I love dearly. I can't really talk about who she is because she also works with the radio station here in the Treasure Valley and she works with the competition and so we've I don't know, we've got all this crazy stuff that we just can't talk about. So I could talk about, you know, our experiences, things we're doing, but I just can't talk about who she is. Okay. Oh, I pulled up the wrong thing here. Gosh, I am so not ready. I don't have my information. Uh, double click that. I'm broadcasting from my closet right now. I've been quarantined just like a lot of people. For months, uh, I haven't been into the studio at 1019 The Bull. So even here as I'm doing this podcast, I'm in my girlfriend's closets with, I've got a microphone set up and I've got all these clothes surrounding the microphone so that the sound is somewhat okay. And I have to lean forward on this chair. I've got two computer screens in front of me so that I have some notes and then one of them's just to record this thing. So let's get into it. I think Talking about the pandemic, COVID-19, is first and foremost because that's what's on everyone's mind. And again, we're going to talk about some of the positive things. So currently, we're in phase three of getting Idaho back on track, which now means we can go out to eat. Have you done that yet? 
Have you gone out to a restaurant? It's interesting when you go into these restaurants now, and every time you sit at a table, uh, they lock off half their tables in there to keep the social distancing going. But they've been doing pretty good, these restaurants, with wearing their mask. And I went into one place, and they had... They took your temperature, they had you use hand sanitizer, and you put on these weird gloves as well, because part of the food that you were getting, you were getting on your own. I think that's why that was. Uh, Non-essential travel is okay now in Phase 3. We can go to the movies, although a lot of movie theaters have not opened here in the Treasure Valley because they don't have any movies to show. And until that happens, it's not profitable for them. So... That's not a thing. The drive-through movie theaters have been going pretty good, and and that seems kind of fun. I want to get out and do that. Get a haircut. I just got my first haircut in three months. I go to Sports Clips. That's my place. I love Sports Clips, and that's not a commercial or they're not a client of ours. I guess I don't have any clients. This is a podcast. (laughs) I'm starting from scratch. So, Uh, but it felt so good getting out and getting that haircut. We're allowed to have small gatherings now. So I think 10 to 50 people is what Governor Little was saying. So those birthday parties and, um, you know, I see I see things like people are getting out now and doing some gymnastics. Roaring Springs has opened up. Of course, all of these places are doing the best to take precautions and use social distancing. Uh, but that's allowed now. Stage four is set to hit. This weekend, June 13th, which means the following. You can visit senior living facilities. That's going to be a big one. Is that going to happen? We don't even know for sure if that's going to happen because as we go into these different phases, Governor Little obviously has to give it the okay before we move forward. You can visit jails. So if you have family members or friends that are in jail for whatever reason, we're not here to judge. <laughs> but you want to see them, you know? That's family. Those are your friends. And they miss the the world, the outside world as well. Nightclubs are going to be opening. Now, this one's going to be an interesting one. I'm a diehard Cowgirls fan. I love Cowgirls and CUNA. I love doing those live broadcasts out there. And... As I came into, so I've been doing radio in this market for about five years now. I did leave for a little stint. I went and programmed a couple of radio stations in Fargo, North Dakota, and then I got this offer from the Bull to come back. One of the big things that I was excited about was getting back out to Cowgirls and hosting these nights. How is that going to happen now? What's going to happen? We don't know. But as we go into Phase 4 this weekend, uh Different clubs like Cowgirls are going to have the green light to go ahead and open up and and move forward. Large venues are going to open as well. All of these places, along with others, have to follow specific cautionary guidelines to help keep us safe. And I think everybody's doing that so far. Everybody that I've seen. Benefits to getting back to work. So if, unfortunately, you're one of the people that, that was laid off or furloughed or or fired because of COVID-19. There's been so much negative out there. Uh, one positive with unemployment was that extra $600 a week. So a lot of people I know are making close to $1,000 a week with unemployment. One of the problems with this is some people are not motivated to get back to work. <laughs> Matter of fact, even when I went and got my hair cut, I said, probably feels good getting back in here, right? And she says, well, I was making pretty good money sitting on the sidelines. <laughs> so so Governor Little is smart enough, and I think it's $100 million that the state of Idaho can give out 
$1,500 checks people are getting. That's an incentive to get back to their full-time jobs. And if you have a part-time job, I believe it's half that, $750. Uh, they'll give you, they'll cut you a check, say this is your bonus. It's kind of like the, um, kind of like the stimulus checks that we all got, right? This is a, a different one. I'm a little jealous because I don't get any of that. Yeah, I work for a great company that told all of us from the get-go that no matter how hard this gets, everybody's going to have a job. So I am blessed, and there's been a lot of people that are blessed out there. But for those of you that have had to go through the ups and downs of losing your job or starting a different job or coming back to your old job or whatever it is, there are some good incentives out there, which I think are really cool. Moving on to our Idaho National Guard. They're sending 400 volunteers to Washington, D.C. I believe they're out there now. Uh, These guys and gals are going to be assisting in guarding monuments, buildings, and other property as protests continue. I'm not going to go into the whole protesting thing. It's not because I don't have an opinion. It's not because... I don't have some positive things to say. I just feel like this is such a touchy situation that I'm not knowledgeable enough to throw out comments that won't be taken the wrong way in one way, shape, or another. I I just don't. So I support these guys and these girls as they do their job and they do their duty and they put their self in harm's way for all of us. And these are Idahoans. These are people. You got to think about this and remember this. 400 of these people flown out to Washington, D.C. to take care of their duty, do their job. All of them have family. They've got wives and they've got husbands and they have kids and moms and dads and brothers and sisters. And that's not even to mention the neighbors that they have and the friends and the people they go to church with. All of these people right here. So think about the thousands and the tens of thousands of people that are affected by these guys going out and doing their duty. And all we need to do is make sure that we support them. We get behind these guys. We say, hey, we love you. We're thinking about you. We're praying for you. Stay safe while you're out there. Get your butts back. And then we're all together again. So, again, thank you guys and girls for what you're doing. There's been a lot of food drives here in Idaho, which I think is great. Idaho Gives this year, that wasn't just a a food drive. That was a massive fundraiser for all sorts of different charities here in Idaho. And they earned, I think, close to $4 million with that. I mean, they broke every record. Uh, But one of the big ones, I think it was the biggest one, was the Idaho Food Bank. That was the biggest charity. And I don't have the numbers in front of me as as far as how much they pulled in for for the Idaho Food Bank. But there's other food drives going on continually because that continues to be a problem. For the first time ever, the Idaho Penitentiary, I always struggle with that word. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I said it right. Penitentiary. Did I say that right? I don't know. Penitentiary. That doesn't sound right. You know what I'm talking about. They opened up the Sally Port this weekend to the public so that we could drive through and donate while maintaining our social distance. And then you also get to go inside as well if you're willing to donate some food. All the food donated is going to the St. Vincent de Paul Food Pantries and the Idaho Food Bank to help feed families that can't afford groceries during this pandemic. The YMCA has been doing some cool stuff here in Idaho. Volunteers and workers at the Treasure Valley Family YMCA woke up early Saturday to hand out 25-pound boxes of food to those in need. They partnered with Grassmick Produce 
And if I butchered that name, I apologize. To give food to families hit hard by COVID-19. Each box is filled up with items like uh, they've got potatoes, apples, oranges, peppers. Families also have an option to get pre-cooked meat, dairy, cheese. And to ensure safety, the YMCA is also limiting person-to-person contact by asking families to stay in their cars while volunteers wearing masks and gloves when delivering the boxes. This just keeps all of us safe. This program will run six days a week, goes through June 30th. So a pretty good kickoff, though. Over 300 boxes were delivered on Saturday alone. So Saturday morning, YMCA sitting out there, and there's 300 volunteers saying, we'd love to be a part of this. That's cool stuff. The Squirrel Boys. Have you heard about these guys? The Squirrel Boys? They've gone national. They've gone viral. Interesting. Squirrels are one of my favorite things about living in Boise. When you look out the window if you're at work or if you're at your house, and especially in the downtown Boise area, I just see them running up and down the trees all the time. They're fun. They're cute. They're, they're, they're a thing here in Boise, right? Two boys, teenagers in Boise. Hang on. I got to hold in a hiccup. <laughs> uh Give me one second. It's like when you got a sneeze and you're looking up into the sun. Uh, okay, I think I got it. Okay. So these guys, they're teenagers, Jack England and Ryan Bohr, who got that national attention for making those tiny little squirrel picnic tables. Did you see that on the news? Now they're making tiny squirrel bars with a stool and something to drink. I wonder what the drink is. <laughs> How potent is that stuff? Uh, it's, it's really cute. See, KTVB did this whole story on these guys a couple times, I think, now. And so you can go to KTVB.com. And those guys always do a fantastic job. And you can see pictures. Uh, if you're interested in buying, just go to Idaho Squirrel Picnics on Facebook. They're $25. And they can be ready by Father's Day. So if that's something you're interested in, again, just go to Idaho Squirrel Picnics on Facebook. They're really cute. More than seven inches of snow over the weekend at Snow Basin. No, we can't go skiing. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? It's, what, mid-June now? We're almost mid-June? Kind of cool that we could take a 30-minute drive and be in some kind of weird white wonderland of snow and and it's this late in June. It was 100 degrees on Friday, right? Close to 100. I think it was 97, 98. And then by Sunday, the high was 52, 53, and you got all this snow. So as a lot of people would say, it's it's just another level of Jumanji that we're all playing the game, right? <laughs> Does it not feel like that we're in the middle of the, the twilight zone with the pandemic, with the earthquake, with the, the snow in the middle of June, with uh, what else have we had? I feel like we've had so many things here. Uh, but yeah, some uh, beautiful snow up in the mountains. So if you want to go check that out, that's a nice little car ride. You can take your kids out there and... Idaho Power did have some problems over the weekend with um, there's more than 13,000 residents in Boise had no power because of that big windy dust storm that hit us. Power was down from roughly 930-ish Friday night until about midnight. A lot of us hear about this kind of stuff, but if you're not actually going through it, you you just kind of brush it aside and go, oh, yeah, you know, it's, but when you're going through it, 
because I was at my daughter's house. I was actually in Salt Lake City over the weekend, and she also lost power. We had a big storm for it was like 10 o'clock at night, and it came back on about 1.30, so probably about the same time length. It is so annoying when you don't have power. I, I thought to myself, okay, I'll just uh, turn on my computer because my computer's charged and watch uh, Netflix or something. Oh, no, if you don't have Wi-Fi, you can't, you can't use your computer, and you're just bored. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Uh, I just want to throw props out to Idaho Power for being on top of this as quick as they were, getting this taken care of, getting all that power back to 13,000 different households. That's a lot. So thank you guys for what you do. Business is going under. <laughs> do I have a hard time saying that word too? Businesses? This pandemic has ruined some of our businesses. I took my son Brody to an ice cream shop over the weekend, and it was delicious. And I overheard that there was a cute old lady that, that owned the business, that she was running the counter. And I overheard her say, oh, we're, we're shutting down on June 30th. I'm closing down. So I asked her. She was giving us all this free stuff. Hey, you get free cookies. You get free chapstick. You get all this stuff because she's getting rid of all her stuff because they're closing down. And she said, I just, you know, this thing has just killed me. I can't, I can't make a living. Um, even right now, as, as we were in there, they were doing pro- proper social distancing, which is what you have to do. But she just can't make a living. There's just, uh, it just doesn't work. And there's a lot of people like her that I feel for that have given everything to have. You could tell this, is, this was her dream. Um, she had to have been early 80s, I would guess. And I think about the amount of money that uh, sucked out of this woman and her family and, and the business. And, and where does she go from here? Um, I will say this is a positive show. Again, we talk about the good things. One small business. It's a food truck based out of Boise called Brown Sugar Soul Food. Sugar is spelled S-H-U-G-A. And they've made it and will continue to do business simply because of the kind people we have here in the Treasure Valley. The owner, Yvonne Thomas, very special lady with very special friends. Her friend started a fundraiser page on Facebook hoping to raise $5,000 in donations to help keep her in business. Idaho stepped up, donated more than $10,000. So Yvonne is going to stay in business. She serves up Southern, Cajun, barbecue dishes, uh, she does desserts and stuff like that as well. You can check her out at brownsugarsoulfood.com. That's brown. Sugar is spelled S-H-U-G-A, soulfood.com. Brownsugarsoulfood.com. That's good news. Happy birthday. This is a good one. We got a good birthday. Family and friends came out Monday afternoon to celebrate a major milestone for a Boise woman, Florence Ogata turned 103 years old on Monday. Because of the coronavirus pandemic, her family couldn't host an in-person party. So what'd they do? Family members, friends, neighbors, they drove by her Northwest Boise home, cheering and waving signs. Uh, There's balloons, honking, all sorts of it. Florence has seven kids and grandkids that all live here in the Treasure Valley. Made it to 103. She looks as beautiful as ever. Florence, we just want to wish you happy birthday. 
A uh, big thumbs up to a special Boise school district teacher, Miss Golden, who spent an entire day visiting each one of her second grade students for a social distancing goodbye. What is what does it take for somebody to go that kind of extra mile for their kids? That's cool stuff. It's these people that and you hear about this in Idaho all the time. You hear about these teachers and 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 you hear about neighbors just leaving care packages on people's porches. Uh, and everybody's pretty good about the whole social distancing thing. Maybe not everybody. There's a couple places you look out there and go, what are you thinking? Uh, but for the most part, people really re- respect that, and they're doing their best. Miss Golden, thank you so much for what you did. To people like you that set an example for all teachers and all human beings here in the Treasure Valley, thank you so much. I want to close with a quick message to a special kid in Boise, Idaho. Isaac Coe. Isaac uh, is a young man who lives with a seizure. Ouch, bit my tongue. Ugh, weird. Uh, he lives with a seizure disorder and developmentally delayed. His make-a-wish dream was to meet the legendary wrestler, actor John Cena. Make-a-wish stepped up and said, we're going to make this happen. We're going to do this. Got everything set to go. A uh, whole family was set for an all-expense-paid trip to Tampa Bay, Florida, where they would watch John Cena in WrestleMania, and then Isaac would get to meet his hero, take some pictures, do some video, get some autographs, that kind of stuff. Unfortunately, COVID-19 hit right before they were supposed to go on this trip, so it's been postponed, and they have no idea how long or, or you know... It, Things start creeping in your mind like, oh, is this even ever going to happen? Isaac's parents say it's been really difficult for Isaac to understand what's going on and why he can't go. Isaac, I just want you to know that this is going to happen. Hang in there, buddy. We love you. We're thinking about you. And we can't wait to see those pictures of you and John Cena hanging together. Heck, maybe he'll let you do a wrestling move on him. Take him down <laughs> to the pile driver or something, right? Uh, but you're a special kid, and I, this whole pandemic thing, it's tough for a lot of us. Hang in there, buddy. You can do this. To all of you lucky enough to live here in the Treasure Valley, thank you. I want to thank you for making it so great. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your love. Thank you for inspiring me. Thank you for motivating me and the rest of us to be better people and to make this a better place. God bless you.